I have had a very long corporate career. Mm -hmm. I'm a practical person. So saying psychic was scary for me because I didn't actually realize or really took me a second to own that. Yeah, I'm psychic. Yes. Yes, I'm intuitive, but I'm psychic. It was all of that, you know, putting on a business card. That's a very scary thing. Welcome, I'm Peter Williams, and for the past 10 years, I've been connecting with thousands of people from the stage and online to help them discover the importance of spiritual and energetic practices so they can thrive with confidence, clarity, and purpose. It is time to awaken your connection, align with your soul, and achieve your own inner power right here on the Inner Power Podcast. Welcome back and welcome to Inner Power. I'm Pete Williams, your spiritual PT, and I'm really excited. I have this this episode and with my wonderful guest, uh, Murray Roberts, we have been trying to tee this up, but we're finally here. Welcome, Murray. Well, I'm so excited to be here. Oh, my goodness. You have no idea. Uh, and look, and no idea. it's been a privilege to really watch you kind of grow, come into your own and it's really fascinating because I love how, you know, the energy works. I love how spirit works. It's been a while. We, we're having a bit of catch up just off air before we're getting into this. And we're like, oh, my God, we've got to talk about this. We, oh, yes, this is this is so important. <laughs> so it's like, awesome. So anybody who's tuning in, listening to the podcast, or you're watching this on YouTube, whatever else, just be mindful. We are really going and getting in the flow with this. And that's how we work, isn't it? We, we, we work with the energy and see what happens. Exactly. And we have known each other for, gosh, I don't even know how long it's been now, but I feel like we've known each other even longer than that. (laughs) So so when we have the opportunity to catch up, it's just like, we just keep talking and talking. And I was like, we need to record this. This is good stuff. (laughs) Uh, And look, I've I've been told, you probably had the same, where they're going, Pete, you should just record yourself whenever you speak, because, you know, it's what I call spiritual verbal diarrhea. It just, it flows and it kind of comes out and it's like, they say, oh, but did you just hear that? And I'm like, no, what did I say? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, but it has, it uh, has been a while. Like I said, you know, we have been trying to get this to tee it up and we're finally here, which is awesome. But the whole thing is talking, you know, just off before we started this, we're like, no, we've got to get this recorded. And it stems from the very basic question. Like, you know, I have guests on the podcast and you're going to say, so, you know, Murray, you know, introduce yourself, tell everyone here what you're doing, what's going on. And boom, this is where it happens. So I'm going to let you lead away with this and tell everyone where you're at and what is it that you're doing? I love it. I will start with the introduction that everyone expects. And then I will go into the introduction that is who we really are. <laughs> oh, love it. Okay, so let's start off with the introduction. Let's put it in a nicer way. Is this the rehearsed introduction? The rehearsed introduction. Okay, totally. right. The rehearsed Take it away. Take it away. The rehearsed introduction is that I'm a life purpose activator and energy healer, and I support women in connecting to their truth at the highest form. I could go in and say, I just mixed a little bit of the elevator pitch with (laughs) the spirit led conversation because, you know, a business person, business coach would tell you that that's not how you should introduce yourself, but that's how it's going to be. Then from there, I am a soul in a human body who happens to be living on this earth in this moment, who is working every single day to be true to herself and to her heart, to confidently express my gifts and 
actually sometimes own things that even trigger me. So I'm going to own that I am also a queen and a priestess and a goddess. (laughs) (laughs) But you don't know, I just actually looked over. I have to show you. I have a crown. And I got a crown. You've got a crown to own the title. I love it. I should keep it on. I got a crown because I was having a conversation with a friend and I was so triggered by the word queen. And I thought, well, if I'm so triggered by this, maybe I should get a crown to figure out what does it feel like to embody that part of myself. Wow. So that's who I am. And then, you know, you add all the other things. I'm a daughter. I'm a sister, a wife a dog owner, you know, but I know that you're going to be ticking a lot of people's boxes right there by saying you're a dog owner. It's amazing how many people on their checklist of, am I really going to trust you? Am I going to believe you? Okay. Tick, you're in my book. You're in the safe zone. It's okay. I'm Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And if you have people who are uh, miniature schnauzer owners, that's another extra special box. I, I can, I can, I'm envisioning this already. I'm going to get emails and messages. Go, oh my God, she's got diminished now. It's like, oh yes. And I'm like, I'm, I'm at a loss. And, you know, just on that, the people who have been following me a while, if you don't know, like, so when I do live shows, I make a point of like, I love fur babies too, but people kind of always ask me, do you bring through fur babies? And I'm like, yes, but it's not my favorite thing. You know, because uh-huh. I, I always say, look, I struggle enough with the two-legged people rather than the four-legged <laughs> ones. So, you know, it's one yeah. of those things. So I can imagine a few of my uh, listeners and followers going, oh, Pete, and he's, he's fur babies and whatever else. So, but I love that you're owning all this. But it's really interesting too. This kind of, I want to come back a, a second. Yeah. And it's great that you're owning all this and you're working through your triggers. That's awesome. And we're going to delve deep into that in a second. But also you, you've got other, like we talked about the daughter, you know, the, the dog owner and all that stuff. But you know, and as you're doing this and you're owning this truth, but you're also doing full-time work. Yes. And you've yes. got an extensive like corporate background as well. Yes. Yes, I do. I have my corporate background. So if I put my corporate hat on, I'm in learning and development. I've had over, gosh, I, I currently say 15 years. It's probably like closer to 20 years of corporate background. <laughs> yep. And I have done everything from being an event planner to being in recruiting, to currently being in learning and development. And I don't know if you know a lot about human design. I don't even, we've never talked about this, but if anyone is listening and is into human design, I am a 6-2. And so part of the journey of a 6-2 is having all these different experiences. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, at some point kind of going up to the roof, being an observer and then coming down and sharing everything I've learned, being that sort of a leader, inspirational teacher. So I feel like all of the corporate stuff combined with my spiritual gifts and how I help support people is what brings in that practical and mystical in a way that is tangible and feels less, I think, intimidating. And I feel like you're very much that way too. I feel like you're always very practical oh. and very grounded. Yeah. Grounded and pragmatic is my style because I am actually very scientific minded. So I love the science and I'm discovering more and more as well. So, because I like to kind of go, there's more to this. There is mechanics. People just think it's, you know, the witchy woo woo. 
And when you bring in the mystical or you bring in the spiritual and it's like, no, but there's mechanics behind this and there's things, how our brain works and how it's geared and how the information flows. There's a lot to it, but it's a bit of a bit of a tangent. But I love the fact that you've got all this experience and explaining human design, but look, you can hit Mario. That's a, that's a we, we're going to probably have to love another episode just to get into that. And I know, I do, look at that face. That face is like, oh my God, yes, please. Because, you know, Mario would be jumping at the screen to talk about it, I reckon. So, but looking at it too and experiences, but where I want to come in is like, with the thing that really triggered us is like, no, we've got to get on this is the ownership. Uh-huh. It's about owning, you know, who we really are. This is super important. And this is what I want to get into. I'm going to ask you a big question in a second and I can see it going, Oh, here we go. But it's something that I take through everybody in the inner power program. And I talk very specifically about inner power is about like the awaken, align and achieve. Now I have known you for a while now and I know that the align factor is huge for you right now. Uh Uh Now you're stepping into this. I love it. You're owning more and more of yourself and your spiritual side. And really, I love it, like integrating and immersing it into your life, which is beautiful. But having a look at that, what triggered this alignment? What what made you, because this is so important. Like I said, there's so many people out there. I know listeners will be able to relate to this and your journey. What was the trigger that got you into, because obviously you've you had the awakening, you know, you got spiritual, bit, but where or how did it come about, about, I need to really bring this into my life. Walk us through yeah. what happened there. I love that. I feel like it's a continual evolution of that too, in terms of Like I had the first alignment piece and now I'm into the second alignment piece. The first alignment piece, I'm sure many people will hear this and go, they know this very well. I was in a soul sucking job, (laughs) soul sucking job. (laughs) I'm hearing you. And that's exactly how I described it. Yep. I'm right there with you on that one. Yep. Yeah. So I was in a soul sucking job and I was really miserable. I felt like I had the weight of the world on my shoulders at the time. You know, my husband was laid off from his corporate job and I was managing people. It was just so much happening on top of being in this soul sucking job, feeling like you have the weight of the world on your shoulders is when I started to kind of have that opening of understanding that I have gifts. And I just knew one from the soul suck. I did not want anyone else to experience it. In that journey, realized that I was disconnected from my intuition. You know, I really was not even feeling, you know, um, wow. I didn't have a good relationships anymore. You know, I, I was hiding out almost, you know, you don't want to talk to your friends the same way. You don't want to talk to your family. It was in that moment that I knew something needed to change. I was lucky because my gifts started coming on around that same time. Right. And I started going to get my coaching certification. So that was the first time where, okay, this isn't aligning. This isn't who I am. Something's got to change. Now, fast forward, where things are changing, I would say it's not that it's out of alignment. It's that I'm understanding myself more. So when I first started my business, you know, I did psychic readings. I called myself the psychic life coach and I did coaching as well. What's out of alignment is doing only readings, taking up a lot of my energy, realizing that's not how I meant to help people in this Mm. moment and shifting to really leaning on the energy healing work 
And yes, I still do readings, but you have to be in a different container with me and a different, where this coming to me is energy, to be in a different energy with me, to help support you to connect truly again, back to the high level woo start, sort of <laughs> saying it, connect back to your truth, like yep. who you really are. Because coaching can take you very far, but doing that additional healing work on an energetic level is going to be where you are able to really open up to the truth of your heart, to the, the, the real essence of who you are. So it's two parts. Sorry. No, that's right. So no, it makes a lot of sense. And that brings us why we both just got really excited in the conversation. Like, no, you know, like, Pete, we need to record. Like, okay, cool. Let's do this. And it's so true because, and I love the way you describe that is because you're going through that alignment and your gifts were kind of coming on. You could see something there. It is a bit of a scary process. Wouldn't you agree? Like when that happens and it's like, it's there. And when you start to acknowledge them a little bit more, you can't help. And I think this is a really important point to stress to people is things will change in your life. When you embrace this spiritual side of yourself that little bit more and you allow it to integrate and align with your life, things are going to change you're going to view work differently. You'll view, like you said, your relationships differently. And it can be a bit confronting. Did you find that it was like, is that why you kind of got introverted? Because it was confronting for you? I think the confronting part wasn't there. The confronting part was actually a little bit further up because I just remembered something I wanted to tell you. Yep. When I was calling myself a psychic life coach before that, I was calling myself an intuitive life coach. And I was triggered by saying the word psychic. And so I had oh. to, mm. I had to, the messages kept coming in from a lot of different places. You call yourself a psychic life coach. You are a psychic. You are not just intuitive. You are a psychic. Wow. Yep. And it kind of goes back to this, like, how are you owning who you really are? And it's almost like, okay, Mari, great. Check. You are comfortable calling yourself a psychic. Now you can move on to the next phase of how you align with your truth. But I'd say back to that, your original question, it wasn't that it was confronting. I was just too disconnected. Really, I was the one who was pushing everything away. I didn't even realize that I was doing it until I started working on my gifts and realizing the disconnect was I wasn't listening to my intuition. I was out of alignment with where I was needing to go in my yep. journey, my life journey. Now it's Really interesting too, because you bring that up about like you got triggered by the difference between intuitive and psychic. And, you know, we've had discussions around this because it's owning it. And there is something very, it's important about finding the right name and title that resonates with you. As we're kind of discussing, like it was a big thing for me to just recently drop the title of psychic medium and embrace the spiritual PT title. It just works with me and, you know, aligns with my energy a lot more. And I kind of agree, like, you know how you're talking about your trigger with intuitive and psychic. I was almost having that same level of dilemma. Now I'm not saying I'm still those things. I absolutely yes. am. But I think for me, it was like, but I'm more than that. Yes. And I was like, and it's hard, like, because you know, because you're thinking everybody in your business currently knows you as that. And you kind of wonder, well, if I embrace this, what's going to happen? Uh, I won't lie. There was a bit of fear there, but mm -hmm. I've pushed through that one. I know that kind of trigger 
was this, I want you to explain your trigger a little bit more. What's the intuitive psyche? Cause you know, there's more there. What was going through your mind? What were the feelings when you're trying to figure this out? And then we've got the intuitive psychic and now we've gone even further. So walk us through the journey. I love the journey because it happens. And I think it's reflective of who and where we are at each step in our journey. And it does reflect our growth, but walk us through the triggers that you've um, with the intuitive psychic and and where you are now. Yes. I love it. So intuitive is easy, easy to say. (laughs) Everyone's intuitive. It's, it's not scary for anyone. No one's going to think I've fallen off the, you know, the ledge. It's not offensive. I'm laughing because it's so true. I'm like, oh, I can resonate with this so, so much. Yeah. 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 It sells better to people in corporate. I have had a very long corporate career. Mm -hmm. I'm a practical person. So saying psychic was scary for me because one, I didn't actually realize or really took me a second to own that. Yeah, I'm psychic. Yes. Yes, I'm intuitive, but I'm psychic. It was all of that. What would my mom say? Yes, my mom at this time is almost 75. Um, I'm still worried about her. How would my husband respond? You know, putting on a business card, that's a very scary thing. It's because it gets, then it's tangible. It's not just words anymore. It's like it's physical and you can hold it when it's on a business card. It's like you really do. You can't escape it because like it's in writing. Yes. And I'll never forget actually my first mentor. One of the things she said to me when I was talking about it, because she was one of the people who were, who also said, hearing really clearly that you're psychic and, you know, owning that. And she said, but understand, Mari, because you are practical, because of your background, because of the way you articulate your gifts and what you do and how you help people, you are actually helping people see that psychic is not scary. That psychic is not a bad thing. Right. And just like when I started working with my mentor, slowly, I just said, yes, I just kept saying, yes. Okay. I'll try it. (laughs) Try it. And I remember the first few times, it was very hard to say, I'm a psychic life coach. I'm sure it was. <laughs> and would I be correct to saying you would have been saying it in that exact tone for the first probably, few times? Probably. Probably <laughs> pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Or just telling people, I'm really intuitive <laughs> versus I'm psychic. Sort of fast forward to today, the work I'm doing, you know, first understanding, I guess take kind of step back forward. First, really, my psychic gifts came on, and then my healing gifts have act had activated. Okay. And it doesn't mean I'm not using both of them when I'm doing healing work. I'm still using my psychic mm. gifts. I still do readings for clients. But as time has evolved, it's realizing that what I'm doing is helping activate people. To call myself a psychic is also sort of to your point, right? Diminishing everything that you're doing to support the person. If I'm active, helping to be your life activator, if saying I'm a psychic is not really encompassing everything. And funny enough, now I say life purpose, you know, activator and energy healer. And just recently I had a friend say, I don't know how people are going to receive energy healer on your LinkedIn bio. Mm. Uh, but that's what I do. I am an energy healer. That is exactly what I do. I love that. You're um, owning that. Even right there, you go, this is what I do. I don't care about the 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 corporate world of LinkedIn and how everybody's going to, I love that. That is beautiful. 
I also feel that the person who is going to work with me, even if you're a VP on LinkedIn, you are going to be drawn to me because I tell you who I am. Absolutely. Because it's something different. I couldn't have said it better myself. Absolutely bang on. I love that because it is. And what's kind of coming to me and what kind of, but I wanted to ask because, you know, I keep looking at your crown. So if you listen to the podcast, I know. You want me to take it off? Is wearing this? Do you want me to take it off? Is it a crown or tiara? I know I'm going to get accused. I call it a crown. You can't cage crown then. Okay, that's cool. I'm just, you know, I'm thinking someone's going (laughs) to go, Pete, that's a tiara, you know, or something. There'll be be someone giving me, I know, I know some people. I'm like, because they just go, no, you got to be right. it's really interesting, like looking at that and like, it is, you know, I like, cause you're looking at these triggers and you're embracing these triggers and obviously the title and what you're working with, you know, you're having to embrace this. And it's really interesting. Cause as you've been talking, like, and I've been looking at your crown. <laughs> I wasn't planning to wear it. I know. Right. I was just saying, <laughs> and it's, but it's interesting because spirit have been showing me that's exactly what it's like. They're saying, because how do you know, they're saying like these things and understanding who you are is no different than trying on clothes. Because yes. as we grow through the ages, our clothing like tastes and what we wear will change to reflect who we are. And it's really yes. interesting. And I loved how you kind of were saying there about how like the psychic life coach, it, it, it's there and you still use those skills, but it's not really encompassing. And as you were saying that, I had this real experience giving me this image going, yeah, like you can have a shirt on. But if it's cold outside, you're going to need a bit more. So put the jacket on too. They're not exempt from each other. Like even though they're technically separate, but they can go very well together. Yes. Yes. And I think when you're talking about that, and it's, I love it because you're going, you're going to wear that jacket because it's cold and you might go and, and then some people will, will like, they'll look at you and go, some people go, oh my God, what is that thing on her head? What is the combination she's got going on there? That's fine. They're not attracted to you. But then, you know, the very next person, like, oh my God, look at that is beautiful. Where did you get that jacket? That combo is the best. And, you know, I think that's another great way of an analogy of looking at how people fit. And I love that because it is true. You're an energy healer. You are these things. And if it doesn't matter whether they're a VP, CEO, they're going to be attracted to you for who you are and at the vibration that you're doing. Now, walking through it to you, when this journey, I love it because like, you know, I'm a psychic life coach. You're whispering it a few times. Yeah. I'm worried about mom. I'm worried about what my husband's going to say. I can so know that so many people can relate to that. Now look where you are and how you're saying it. How are those people around you receiving this now? Like more that you're owning it and stepping into that vibration. Most people say um, we're interesting. I want to know more. I've had people, even when I was doing readings, I as you know, I didn't, like I said earlier, I don't do them anymore, but I would have people want to reach out and reach out because I'm interested. I've never had a reading before, but it's you. I'm interested. <laughs> it's um, you. <laughs> because yeah. you look normal, Murray. Like, yeah. you're not, you know, you're not wearing all this stuff. You're not, like you said before, you're not on the ledge. You're not kind of yeah. spooky or I feel like you're not going to, you coax me out to the ledge and you're going to pull me off with you, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. I love it. It's so true. And as I, you know, I still have a corporate job until I don't anymore. And when I started my new corporate job away from my soul sucking job, I came in saying I was psychic. So everyone knows I'm psychic at work. Mm. They know that I have my business and I don't hide it. So what's um, the difference? How comparing the two from the soul sucking and then walking, I, the confidence to do that. Cause I know I'm thinking that's, that is ballsy. That is absolutely owning who you really are. That is awesome. So 
how does it feel knowing that you can be that you can be fully you in that space i think the first thing is remembering that it's safe i'm safe you know um and that's some of that starts inside you know nothing's happened nothing's changed and if someone's falls if someone falls away, <laughs> bald. If someone falls away, yeah. new words. Mari makes new words. Um, it's a Mariism. If, <laughs> it's if, if, yeah, if someone falls away, they're not meant to be in this path with me anyway. And if I repel people, that's okay because I'm only going to be by the people that are okay with working with me. And I just, as wild as this sounds, I just made the decision like I'm not going to hide anymore. So I'm going to go to this new job. I will introduce myself. And when, you know, you start telling things about yourself, I will just tell them that I am a psychic, <laughs> you know? No, really, I'm psychic. <laughs> <laughs> I also do energy healing, you know? So that, and again, that was when I first started before I have made this pivot. I will probably always say I'm psychic and an energy healer. Yeah. But before it was like, I'm psychic and an energy healer. Yeah, I just just decided just, and owned it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's really not comfortable to go into a place where you're hiding. And most companies talk about being your authentic self and wanting you to show up as yourself. Well, if you are going to go to a company, then if you can't do that after they've said that this is who we want, mm. then it's definitely not the right place for you to be. And that's me, authentic self. And you've provided a beautiful segue there because being your authentic self, and I think as we've discussed and alluded to here, it's like that authentic self, it does change and it does happen. One of the amazing things and where you inspire me is the fact that you're pivoting now, like you've gone through all this journey and you're pivoting now. And I know that when it was happening your brain and you're like going, I'm seriously, do I, am I going to do this? Explain for our listeners the pivot and why it has been so challenging or, you know, it's kind of scary confronting for you doing this pivot. Cause I love this. And I think this is so important for you to share. Oh my goodness. So my business originally was air quotes for anyone who's not seeing the video was traditional coaching. You're going to be three months held accountable all the good stuff. And then I give you a little bit of energy healing and I would give you a reading and it was very traditional. What occurred to me literally just a few months ago was that it's actually the energy healing work that I'm meant to be doing to support people. And right now it's really specifically supporting women. And again, I'm saying this thing to connect to their truth. And what I will tell you is truth also means different things for everybody. So if you hear this and you don't know what that means, it's because it's what's true to you and to your heart, what's true to yeah. your soul. My invitation is if you hear that and you feel a little triggered, my invitation would be, what are you hiding from yourself in terms of really connecting to? Or what are you not you owning? Are? Yeah. Hi. What are you not owning about who you are? Yeah. And I guarantee you that it's beautiful and that if it's not shining or being seen that the world is missing out on your gifts and what you are here to do in this moment. So that's my invitation to you. 
So the pivot really is energy healing. So this means that I'm now no longer doing three month coaching, but now it's a six month container, six month journey, whatever word you want to put to it. Yeah. It's six months one-on-one with energy healing and psychic readings and yes, coaching and mentorship based on what's coming up, but it's setting this intention in the beginning of where you want to grow and go. And what I want to say about energy healing is something I realized I haven't said is I'm literally just a facilitator of the energy. It's really you doing the work. I just get to be the person who helps to move it in the way that I know how to help move it because you can receive energy healing from a lot of different people. You can receive energy healing in ways that are not just, by the way, traditional sort of hands-on or, uh, or remote or something distance. Like yeah. Yeah, 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 it can be, it can be through art. So I, I just want to also call that out. Yeah, go um, for it. Yeah, it could be very different. Yeah, it's um, not. So it, we've got to get out. If we do have to, we've we've certainly put labels on things and have yes. certain associations with these words. And that's a really valid point you do bring up because it is like even the word psychic, it's people have this connotation of what that really entails. Or if you're going to consult a psychic, what it should mean or what I should receive. So there's expectations yes. on that label. So that that's it's a really valid point to bring up about your energy healings. And it's not what we always envisage or the stereotype that is out there. Yep. Yes. Yes. Because I do, I do feel like it just can be misunderstood in some ways. People may have energy in their hands, but they may not be energy healers in the same traditional way. They may literally be artists or they may be writers and the words that you put on paper or the art that you put out there is literally healing people because of the energy that you put through it. I just like to share that because I, no, that's it's such a great point that you do bring up, and it's it, it, this. This is why we we're going with the flow. It's it's yeah. it's so important, and I love that because now that you're explaining that, can you elaborate a little bit more, like in how it works for you and how you'd help a client? Yes, yeah. So um, when I work with my clients, the way I do energy is it is through my hands. We are in a pandemic time, so most people it is going to be through. Well, we're almost hopefully wrapping up the pandemic. It's through Zoom. And I actually work with a lot of different energy. I work with the stars and the suns and the moons. I work with quantum healing energy, ancestral healing energy, and I work with the sequoia trees. All sounds really wild, I know, but I know this community can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm safe here. I don't have to get in depth. They're going to understand this. And you know what I say right. too is if you don't, that's okay. You're going to learn something, but to learn it, Right now, go Google it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and quite yeah, and quite honestly, like I've worked with all kinds of people who've never experienced it, and I still have to explain what's going to happen. So I just say it anyway. And I, as I am doing the healing, if you're with me one on one, I do work with your chakras, but I also I actually speak throughout, and so it's through whatever is coming up, either in your chakras or what I'm getting in terms of in, intuitive information or images that I then share. I really ask questions Mm -hmm. um, or make statements that help support the person in their journey because they actually consider it a journey because they go into it. I bring them into a meditative state, deep relaxation, and then allow them to either feel the sensations, see the images, have the knowing. Sometimes they fall asleep, whatever it is to move that energy through. So that's what it actually feels like or 
um, what actually happens in a session. Yep. And then at the end, we talk about anything that may have come up that I have either seen or that they have seen. And so then I always, again, corporate mind, air quotes again, we debrief. <laughs> Debrief's always important. We debrief and we discuss. And from there, clients either get just more questions to contemplate, or sometimes there's actually homework assignments. <laughs> again, you can tell I, I'm from the corporate world. You get a homework assignment. I'm the same. Hey, spiritual PT. It's like, I can help you, but I can't do the work for you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I can help bring it to your awareness and then support you in, I like to say, like holding the vision for you to see what's possible for yourself. Okay. Um, and is that where you want to lead? When you're doing that and you're working through that and through the debrief and supporting them on that journey and, the, and to achieve that vision of what you've connected into is, is that where the activation part comes in or how does that fit into the journey with your client? The activation part definitely comes in there because in that space is also where things are being released. And that's where aware, again, awareness comes through. So most clients after they're done will tell me either they feel lighter, energized, they had this new awareness about something. It doesn't always happen in that moment. It can literally be a week later or weeks later where again, the activation is happening. And I know you're smiling because as you know, it's like energy lasts as long as it needs to be within that person and does what it needs to do. Mm. Yeah. Now, this is really interesting because I want to come back to it um, and just and I'm just being mindful of the time here too, but oh, yeah. is, you know, we're talking about the pivot and I just want to say a big happy birthday to you for your recent birthday, okay? And I know it was a big one. I'm not going to give it away. Yeah. It's just a big oh, I O. Don't <laughs> I don't care. 50. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just being, I'm being mindful. Okay. No, but the whole thing is, it's like. You own 50. I'm 50. <laughs> there you go. But be happy. But this is the thing too, is then one of the biggest messages that I loved about it. And that's why it's inspiring is just showing that it doesn't matter what age you are. You are becoming and aligning to your more authentic self. Yes. And the more you're doing this, how do you like to sum up? How do you feel from that soul sucking job to now? How has your life changed? And how are you feeling by stepping more and owning and being your more authentic self? I feel more natural. Beautiful word. Yeah, I feel more natural. I would say that maybe there's days, yes, I feel more elated, and maybe there's days I might feel more down. I shared with you that, you know, I, I shed some tears today even <laughs> oh but hey and this me it's not saying that by doing this it's going to be all rainbows butterflies and unicorns exactly. like it's like there are still downs we're still going to work we're still a human experience to go through so you know there are going to be tears there's going to be cursing <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, I'm yes. yeah. yeah 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 but i think we hear the word authentic a lot and yes that is true but i feel natural I feel more myself. And I think natural is a nice way of expressing it because we can all look back to a moment where someone said, you're just such a natural at this, right? Like, or you do it so easily. When you hear that, just pay attention. It's a big clue, isn't it? Yeah. It's a big clue. Yeah. And that kind of brings us almost full circle. Because like you said at the beginning, the, all those wonderful gifts and purposes and passions that we're meant to be experiencing in life, which so many people struggle to experience now, but they are within us. 
And Mm -hmm. those clues, like you're saying, and I love that. So rather than maybe chasing to be your authentic self, how about you just be more natural? And I love that. Listen for the cue. And I always say, you know, it's always what have, what do people around you tell you that comes easy to you, but not to them. And there's some kind of clues that kind of get you going. But I love the fact that, you know, the courage that you have found and continually show up to pivot. And it's almost like, I love this. Like you said, you had the tears, like sometimes there's, it gets hard, but I always find when we have those down moments, that's when we're on the verge of the biggest breakthrough on the verge of the biggest growth spurt on our journey. So I know it's just around the corner for you and it's coming. And I look, and there's no such thing as, with it. I reckon this and talking about this and letting people hear your story and understand your story. It's inspirational. I always be one of the biggest things is never undervalue or underestimate your story. And I say that for everyone listening because it inspires people in any shape or form. And I know there's people, and I love this, like you've, you've turned 50 and you are embracing it. You're facing your triggers more. Hey, you've got a crown on, you're owning the I queen, <laughs> you know, I love it. <laughs> and just for anybody else who like, you know, this may be the first time they've heard of you know, yourself, Mari, but how can they get a hold of you? Just give us a quick wrap up and let people know how they, they want to reach out. They want to follow you, get some more inspiration for you. Where can they find you? Oh my goodness. Things are really easy in my world. You can follow me and find me on uh, email at the same place, which is Mari Roberts Life. So Instagram, Mari Roberts Life. On my website is Mari Roberts Life. Say hi. Don't be shy. Yeah, honestly, and there'll be something in there for you. So, but I will definitely, we'll whack that up in the show notes so that way people can find you and reach out for you. But I just want to say a big, big thank you for sharing. I've loved this conversation. I know it's not going to be the last time I'm speaking to you. No, for sure. You know, we may be jumping into some other weird, wonderful topics uh, later on, but I just want to say a huge thank you for coming on. Big thank you for sharing your story and just being the inspiration you are. And honestly, I just wish you all the best in really pushing forward. And I'm looking forward to seeing the growth that you're going to experience in the very immediate future. Thank you so much. It's always fun having time with you. And thank you so much for having me on the podcast. You're a huge inspiration for me. So I just really appreciate it and just love spending time with you. Nah, but it's been awesome. Thank you so much. And I look forward to chatting to you again in the future. It's going to be great. Thanks. (laughs)